from inside Memorial Stadium. This is the Huskers Radio Network podcast. All Huskers, all the time. Here's your host, Jessica Cootie. Welcome back into another episode of the Huskers Radio Network podcast. I'm Jessica Cootie, and we welcome in Miss Sweep herself, <laughs> Jenna Rogers, sweeping the Big Ten title for the high jump, both indoor and outdoor this yeah. season. And you're headed to nationals. Yes. Man, what a season you've had this year and your first year competing outdoor. Mm. How has it been this spring? Um, I'm super grateful. I've, I've had a lot of success this season that I didn't think I would really have after being injured. So, yeah, I'm grateful to even be on the track alone and then to have a good season on top of that feels really good. You're the best high jumper in the Big Ten, but you didn't expect that going into the season? <laughs> um, no, not really. I mean, I had such a bad freshman year where I was just injured and I wasn't jumping well at all and it was just a struggle. So, yeah, I was a little down on myself, but I did, I did work really hard. So I think I deserve it for sure. But yeah, it's been it's been a struggle. <laughs> yeah, and also All-American in indoor back uh, before you started the outdoor season and your first time competing in outdoor mentioned that. But um, once you win the indoor, take me back to the indoor first and okay. break that down for me and winning that title. OK. Um, yeah, so obviously that was my first Big Tens, and I'm, like, <laughs> shaking because <laughs> I'm, like, the little freshman that no one knows about. And, um, yeah, I ended up doing pretty well. I, I jumped clean, so I didn't miss a bar that day. Um, and I ended up just stopping after I had won because, you know, I was happy with the win for sure. Um, but, yeah, I, I jumped 5'11 and a half to win it. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So then <laughs> once you win that, did that kind of fuel you? Hey, I'm gonna, I got to go defend my title in the outdoor. Oh, absolutely. That, <laughs> you get a lot of pressure now. Once you win it once, you got to do it a couple other times. So, yeah, I felt like I, I needed to win outdoor. And, uh, you know, I competed and I did well, thank God. But, <laughs> yeah. What was it like having the target on your back when you go in kind of as the unknown and then now everybody's kind of chasing you? What yeah. was that like? To be honest, I'm used to it because my freshman year of high school, I won New Balance Nationals. So to wow. win that, you know, in your first season in high school, you kind of have a target on your back for the rest of your high school career. So, you know, I've learned some techniques to kind of calm myself and, you know, not feel that pressure as much. So coming into college, I was, I was pretty prepared based on that, just, you know, the pressure that does come with it. Yeah. So Coach Pepin was talking last week about how crazy this has been for you guys as a team to be able to practice outdoors in the elements because, well, number one, if you see outside our doors, you can see the new facility that's being yes. built over the old track. But then um, with the weather as well, this spring has been so crazy. So how have you guys managed that? And you personally still being the best in the Big Ten, but yet it's been such a crazy practice schedule. Yeah, yeah. So obviously they're building our new track, which is so nice. I like it. But um, yeah, there's been some struggles with that. They didn't put down grass for a while, so there was sand everywhere. We couldn't practice out there. And then, of course, weather. Um, it's difficult when it's super windy even to jump outside. So we've been indoors, but we have a great indoor facility. So I'm not complaining at all because, you know, we were able to practice still. So when you're running though and you're going outdoors and you haven't practiced much outdoors and this is your first time competing, I mean, what's that mindset like when, hey, I mean, you could have crazy winds, you have these elements that you're not necessarily dealing with indoors. Yeah, it is a little bit of a change, but I think a lot of us come in prepared. We just, we know that could happen. We know the elements could happen for sure. And, you know, we come in prepared and we're not too phased by that, I don't think. That's track for you, right? Yes, that is track, yep. <laughs> so I, I'm curious, um, you know, to kind of get your backstory a little bit, um, but when you started even just high jumping, how'd you get into just high jumping? Let's start there. How, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Is, I always <laughs> like to ask that question about, you know, certain sports. Right. Why, why you fell in love with it. And high jump's pretty random, I feel yeah. like. It's not like something you just get introduced to one day, but... Um, 
yeah, I thought I was fast, and it turns out I'm really not at all. <laughs> um, but I tried out for, like, our recreation track team, and one of the coaches was like, hey, you're tall. Why don't you try high jump? And I, I was pretty good my first season, and I stuck with it. And then also, this is wild, but in recreation track, I had an Olympic high jump coach who happened to volunteer for our little town, wanted to volunteer in high jump, but I was his only athlete. And he, yeah, he took me to the next level for sure. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. Well, I mean... Perfect, perfect for you. Yeah, it's luck. <laughs> yeah. So kind of take us through for those of us, because um, I mean, before we started recording, I was asking you about it. And then for listeners that might not be so familiar, but just what's the process like of it's so many little details and it's mental and it's one little thing could make or break how if you win a Big Ten title or not. Yeah. So kind of take us through the process of you know, getting to that level. Yeah, I mean, I've been doing it for 10 years and I feel like I know nothing. So if that doesn't tell you a lot about the sport, <laughs> I mean, like there's so much that goes into it and there's so much that I still have to learn, which I think makes it super exciting. Like I, I still have room for improvement um, and that's in every track event. There's, it's so technical and there's so many little things you need to learn. And I think 10 years from now, I still won't know much about the event, um, even, you know, 20 years into it. So what do you love about it? What do you love about high jump? <laughs> um, I love that it's individual. I mean, mm -hmm. everything's on me, and that can be tough sometimes with pressure and, you know, d performing well. But also, if I, if I do well, it's on me, and if I do poorly, it's on me. So I, I love individual sports. I think they're so fun. So not just you, but how about Mason Connor also sweeping for the men? So Nebraska <laughs> sweeps the men's and women's high jump, both indoor and outdoor yes. this year. Yep. How much pride do you guys take in that, uh, <laughs> watching him? I mean, I think he competed before you, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's fun. It, it's fun. This is a little inside scoop, but I'm dating his brother. Oh. So we're super close. <laughs> okay. Me and Mason. But yeah, so seeing him succeed is awesome, and I'm close to his family. So yeah, we have a good time, and we both succeed for sure. <laughs> do you, I mean, do you watch? him because and we had your, your coach on a couple weeks ago too and he was talking about just it's, it's a neat relationship but I mean do you, does it fuel you kind of watching him go because he, he had dramatics right to win his and you see him win and then hey let me let me uh, match that yeah. and uh, also represent Nebraska yeah, on absolutely. top of the podium. Yeah seeing someone else succeed is awesome I mean we also have another girl going to nationals for the high jump Riley Mastin who's my roommate and best friend but um, <laughs> even you know being surrounded by literally the best high jumpers in the country that'll motivate you alone. Um, we're the number two high jump squad in the nation um, so we have we have a pretty good squad I think. Um, yeah I so, think yeah. so that, that's awesome. Yeah it definitely helps. Did that play into you wanting to come to Nebraska? Take me through your recruiting process and how you wound up here. <laughs> yeah. Because from New Jersey. You're right. I'm from New Jersey. Um, I'm going to be honest, I had no idea where Nebraska was, and I feel like that's such a naive thing to say. Um, but my mom was from the Midwest, and she knew I was going to love it. Um, people are way nicer here, for sure, and she knew I was going to like that. Um, and, of course, she was right. I'll give credit where credit's due. Um, and I took a visit, and I absolutely loved it. And on top of that, Dusty Jonas, I 100% guarantee, is the best high jump coach in the nation. Um, so it was a no-brainer for me. So what did you love about it when you came on campus the first time? If you hadn't been here, you had no clue about Nebraska. What was it that you I love it here. Yeah, Nebraska has a culture. And I think anyone who comes here knows that. I mean, with football, the fans are nuts. <laughs> I mean, to have people at track meets, we rarely see that. It's usually parents. But there are legitimate Husker fans that just come to track meets. It's, mm -hmm. it's a culture that you really don't see at other schools. And I took a bunch of visits, and it was never like that. But here, you feel like family. You feel like you're really being rooted on. And I thought that was really important.
And you played volleyball all throughout high school, too. So how much have you liked that, being at arguably the best volleyball program in the yeah, country, absolutely. too? Yeah, absolutely. They took me on a uh, to a volleyball game on my visit, and I was like, dang, these, good, <laughs> these girls are good. But yeah, watching them succeed is so awesome. They are, you know, the best program in, in the country, I would argue, for sure. Um, so it's exciting to see that, yeah. So, you know, you think about volleyball, and, and a lot of those girls can jump out of the gym. Did that play into you being the high jumper that you are playing volleyball? Yeah, absolutely. I think basketball helps, too. I mean, just doing layups, jumping, dunking, stuff like that. But volleyball, for sure, it helps with, like, plyometrics, which is just, you know, basically jumping <laughs> technique and stuff like that. Um, but, yeah, I think it helped, and it led me right into the indoor track season in high school. So, yeah. You're saying you can dunk a basketball? I cannot. I cannot. <laughs> I wish. I can touch rim, but that's it. <laughs> You're an advocate of, you know, we, we've had this debate on, on sports slightly several times about, you know, not specializing in just one sport. You're an advocate, obviously, it sounds like, for being a multi-sport athlete. Oh, absolutely. Not just for cross-training, but sports are crazy. The opportunities you get through sports, I advocate it absolutely for everyone. I think every kid should be in sports. <laughs> um, but yeah, sports are great. I mean, I'm, I'm so grateful that I was introduced that, to that as a young age. My whole family plays sports. Um, but yeah, then again, on top of that, cross-training between sports can help with one specific one. So absolutely, if you can do multiple, I say you do it. So, you know, the, one of the things I also wanted to talk to you about, there's a really awesome In Our Voice piece that came out on you a couple weeks ago, and it talks about, you know, your, your desire and your heart for wanting to volunteer and give back, and, and you had mentioned it kind of started with your cousin. So can you tell us a little bit about that story? Yeah, so my major is communicative sciences and disorders, so I want to be a speech pathologist when I get older, but my two cousins, they are on the autism spectrum, and they're literally my most favorite people in the world, um, and I think people on the spectrum or anyone with any disability are just really special people. They're so genuine. And I know I want to work with people like that in the future. So that's why I kind of picked being a speech pathologist. Um, but back in New Jersey, I do a program for sports. My uncle actually runs it. And basically, yeah, it's just sports for people with special needs. And I just kind of want to bring something here to Nebraska. So I've talked with, you know, the people in the offices <laughs> to see what we can do. And I think we're going to start a program here. So I think that's one thing, you know, we learn about Nebraska student-athletes, too. I mean, obviously, you know, you talk about competing, but then there's the academics, but then also the life skills portion of that. And that played into you wanting to come here, right? Because you were such a big volunteer person before when you were in high school. I think you started, what, in sixth grade? Yeah. How much did that play into seeing all of the volunteer opportunities and the importance of that here at Nebraska? Yeah, so when you're on your visit, they show you everything, basically, uh -huh. and... You know, again, I've been to other schools, and there's nothing like to what Nebraska has. We have a person for everything. If you want to do anything, we have a person here that can help you with that. And obviously, that that played into my decision. If you know, I wanted to do volunteer work, and I knew here there were people that could help me with that, and that that's been nothing but the truth. Yeah. So tell us about some of the things you dove into here. Yeah. Um, so I did one thing here i forget what the name was it but we were in the football field and we had just a bunch of people with disabilities come and play with people from all sports um so that was super fun we did that then there's other things like fca future what is it fellowship of christian athletes mm -hmm. so um yeah there's so many organizations i can't even think of names right now but if you wanted to do literally anything you could because nebraska athletics supports that um above all things really I can just tell you're just such a positive light when you walked into the room. And I am got to imagine that that kind of comes back from that volunteer work and that service heart. Do you feel like that has shaped you and molded you into the person that you are? Yeah, I'll actually get back into the special needs kids. They, 
to see them smile in their situation, how does that not drive you to be a positive person is what I'm thinking. It, like for them to be in that situation and almost be unfazed by it, to be so special and genuine and, and have an impact on others, we have no excuse not to be, you know? So yeah, I think definitely from volunteering and seeing that perspective on life, um, it gives me a different perspective for sure. Does it also help you on the track too? I mean, just knowing, you know, the there are bigger things in life and, and it doesn't matter what you do. Those kids that you've impacted love you even if you wouldn't right. have hit a single jump. Yeah, absolutely. I, D Dusty Jonas also emphasizes that when we have a bad day, you know, there, there are worse things in this world than missing a bar, you know, and he gives us that perspective for sure. It definitely helps. It gives you, it gives you an idea of that things are bigger than sports, really. But yeah. So, and I know you're a big advocate for people getting involved however they can. Why is that important? Why is it important for people, especially, you know, for you and, and your conviction for the special needs community? Yeah. As athletes, we're given a platform, and I, I think 100% you should use it. Even on social media, we have a platform. People follow us because we do sports. So if we have that opportunity, that we're like ahead on the game to be able to volunteer. So I think absolutely, if you're an athlete, or even if you're not, you know, people really look up to you. And I think you should you take that opportunity to go ahead and, and give back to your community. So, uh, and again, if you haven't read the article, go read it. But I did want to give, uh, you know, our listeners here a chance to hear the story that you told about um, the kid playing basketball and how <laughs> that was a big moment for you in, in, at yeah. that time. Talk about perspective. So, um, we were playing basketball, again, at this program I do in New Jersey, and he was kind of having a tough time. So he needed a break. Um, so he took, it took his time and he went to the side and I kind of sat next to him and he was like, or his dad came over and was like, ask him math questions. I was like, absolutely, let's do it. Like four plus four. <laughs> and they all laughed at me because, you know, I was silly. No, I needed to ask him like 376 times 42 and he would know the answer. <laughs> so, you know, outside of basketball, this kid had a gift. And if you don't sit down with these people and volunteer, you would never know that. But, you know, obviously I volunteered a lot and I get to know these kids and they have gifts 100%. And so that's another thing. I absolutely stress volunteering because you'll understand how gifted these people are. When you walk away from, you know, a day spent with the special angels, what, what do you take away from that? Oh, gosh. You get, a, you get a good feeling in your heart. And it's, it's, it's really not from you volunteering. It's like so mutual. They make your day and we make theirs. So there's really nothing better. You just feel so good walking out of that. So you talked about wanting to maybe potentially try to find a way to start a program here. What, what does that look like? What is, a, what is your vision if you could create anything with no limitations? Yeah, yeah. So what we talked about is doing multiple sports. And obviously, I'm just in track and field. But, you know, back in New Jersey, we did soccer. We did football. We did basketball. Um, so we're going to start small. We're going to start with track. Um, but eventually, I'm, I'm looking to expand into different sports. And, you know, anyone with special needs or disabilities are welcome. Um, and we'll have some hustle athletes there and obviously they'll help one-on-one um, -on -one is hopefully what I'm, I'm trying to do one Husker athlete to one at, um, athlete that comes and participates um, and we'll just walk through different sports and do drills and group activities and I think it'll be super fun that's amazing do you have a target date or are you still working <laughs> all the details out yeah we were initially gonna do the spring but it didn't work out just with COVID and stuff uh, yeah. so we're we're gonna plan more in the fall but we don't have a date yet okay so but if if somebody's listening and knows somebody that maybe wants to get involved with that how do they Contact yeah. you on social media. Give us all that information. Yeah, you can absolutely contact me on social media, but also Stacy in Life Skills. Um, she will help for sure. Her email should be somewhere on Hosker.com, um, and she can definitely give you more information. And, of course, my social media is all answer um, whoever. Yeah. We'll, we'll drop that information in yeah. the description, but you're um, 
your Twitter handle or social media handle, where's that? Tell people where to find you. Yeah, so I'm on Twitter and Instagram, and I be believe my Twitter is like Jenna Rogers 77, <laughs> and my Instagram is like Jenna Rogers underscore seven or something like that. So those two. I think two. you're pretty easy to find. I, I, I stalked you a little bit <laughs> yeah. before you got here. So just search Jenna Rogers. Jenna Rogers, and hopefully that'll pop up. Well, yeah. that's very cool, and I, I you know, can't wait to continue to follow that. Um, but you're just a freshman, you know, competing and doing all these big things. So circling back to, hey, you got a big meet coming up at Nationals. What, what's the goal for you? Yeah, um, so obviously I got All-American indoor, so I'm hoping for the same thing outdoor. Um, but I feel like Dusty's preparing us well. We're training hard. We're, you know, prepared mentally to go into it. And I, th I think it'll go well for sure. And it'll be fun, you know, going to Oregon to jump is, is a privilege. I, I'm excited. Your first time, right? Yes, it so, is. So what's your approach going to be being that this is your first go at it? <laughs> I have nothing to lose, really. I mean, I, right now I'm ranked 7th and 8th get All-American. <laughs> so, you know, I'm in the position to get All-American. American, so I hope so. But I'm going to come in relaxed. I really have nothing to lose, and I'm just going to do what I love to do, and that's high jumping. Do you have any pre-meet rituals or you know <laughs> things that you have to do to hype you up a little bit? Oh gosh, I don't know. <laughs> I like to pray. I'm big on my faith, so that's that's number one. Um, I don't know. I used to eat a hard-boiled egg. I tell people <laughs> that before every meet, which is super random. But yeah, I think that's the only two things that I really do. So I know you probably take it one thing at a time, but also looking forward, you're maybe hopefully maybe shooting for the next Olympics. You're working towards that um, as well. What's that process look like? I'm keeping the dream alive. Um, that's been a dream since I. I've started high jumping and I think every day I get a little bit closer so we'll see what happens but it, yeah I'm keeping the dream alive for sure and then just you know all these things that you're wanting to do you know how much has coming to Nebraska paid off that decision to want to become a better high jumper to also want to make an impact in the community how much has all that kind of paid off for you I guess the decision to be a Husker yeah I you know I left home and that was difficult for me I don't see my family often but here in Nebraska I feel very welcome and I and I don't regret my decision at all I'm so grateful that I came here because in all aspects of my life whatever I want to do people are here to help me and I, I'm super grateful for that well best of luck can't wait to watch you, you. on your journey um, go get that all-american status times two <laughs> yeah. to go along with those big ten titles and still lots more to come in a husker uniform as yes. well so appreciate your time thank best you. of luck it was a pleasure chatting with you and getting yeah. to know you a little thanks bit thanks so much all right and again that's jenna rogers with nebraska track and field make sure you subscribe and like wherever you listen to never miss a podcast thanks so much for listening i'm jessica Cootie.